everybody, and welcome back to the Rogue Agronomist Podcast. I'm Kyle from Stall Agronomy. Joined by dogs today. Hey, Herms. And uh, snowplows. And, uh, yeah. In Anyway, we're going to talk about mental health and ag. Yep. Um, the topic that has been on a lot of meetings uh, the last two years, um, I guess... Uh, we'll talk a little bit about kind of what my experiences have been and, um, yeah, I get a little bit different perspective on it. Um, actually, uh, a, not a totally unique perspective, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, the whole reason this came about was, um, I think it was last week, uh, it was on February 5th. So last Wednesday, if I'm doing my math in my head correctly, um, there is a tweet, and I won't even name the person's name on this tweet. Um, I, it doesn't need a lot of uh, public attention other than what it already has received. But um, somebody wrote, after publicly expressing our concern for ag mental health in 2018, my family received an anonymous letter listing how much money our farm received in government subsidy. And it wrote in this anonymous letter, because you ain't broke, you shouldn't complain. Yeah. And that kind of stuff happens. Um, so we, uh, I have a podcast I recorded on talking about prevent plant. So our farm took almost all prevent plant this year. Um, and it turned out to be a very good decision. Um, what's to say that it wasn't the easiest decision ever. Um, and publicly and, among circles, we were like public enemy number one uh, at a couple points because we weren't planting when other people were mudding stuff in. And um, we made a decision and, you know, we did not know at that time we made that decision that there would be an increase in uh, coverage for prevent plant acres. Um, that didn't come out until I believe we heard about that fully and it was actually explained in, in August. Uh, so... For us at that time, it was it was a very difficult decision. Um, I would say once we made that decision, um, some people kind of came out of the, the wormholes a little bit. Um, I had one person walk up to me and tell me that the government should have forced us to plant. Um, I had other people telling us that we are not the greatest farmers in the world because we didn't plant. Um, there is this public uh, image that... Uh, you must work really hard and, and struggle. And uh, it wasn't a, uh, let's say, it was an easy decision based on the fact that we ended up not planting. We didn't mud through everything. Um, but at the same time, um, it was not an easy decision because we knew this would happen. We knew there would be people that would talk about us and uh, it would get around town. I and I was uh, at, a, um, at a retail location for somebody and uh, we were just talking and, um, one person came in and said, Hey, you guys are the ones that didn't plant this year. And I said, yeah, we planted some, yeah, we did plants. Um, we actually planted a few acres. <laughs> we, um, we had a couple farms we ended up getting in. And, uh, anyway, uh, the guy said, are you guys even going to plant next year? And I, I've heard that from, I don't know how many people. I was like, well, yeah, that's the goal. Um, the funny thing was, he said, well, how many people are, uh, no, he was asking me why we didn't plant. And, um, the person behind the counter goes, Hey Kyle, how many times have people asked you about that? And I said, well, what's the population of Exonia? And I said, well, it'd be that much plus this guy. 
So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much everybody. We, we've been asked by everybody, why didn't we plant? And uh, are you guys even going to plant next year? And I always say, like I said before, that's the hope. Um, it was a decision. It was a financial decision. Um, in the end, it's actually going to be a decent decision for us. Um, I guess we didn't make it easier uh, because before planting, we had been already talking about purchasing and trading in our combine and getting a new one. Um, part of that was the new CNH automated combines. He's always wanted one of those. They came out. Um, payment payments were actually really good. Um, it worked out, and so a new combine showed up this fall uh, or this winter, and that got everybody else talking. So, yeah, um, I don't know. We had a lot of people telling us basically how bad we were, uh, and he doesn't get out as much as I do, so I, I get around and talk to people. Um, so I've I've dealt with this pretty much all year. Um, let's just say mentally, my mental state hasn't been great. Um, and it doesn't really help when everyone has to make a comment on it, even though they don't really fully know the situation and what, what we did. Um, we've had more than a handful of people on the other side of the fence saying, man, you guys made the right decision. Uh, I wish I wouldn't have planned everything. I wish I would have would have taken a few more fields of prevent plants. Um, you know, it just, you know, we sat down and we had uh, a pros and cons list basically of taking prevent plant and the pros way outweigh the cons. And so we, we ended up going with prevent plant and then that's what it was. It is what it is. We did it. Um, financially, our farm's going to have a future. Um, I think there's a lot of struggle with farms in you know, there, there's a, a work ethic that you feel like you have to do. I mean, everybody talks about, and Damien Mason always covers this, and he does a great job about this. Um, there, there's this thing where everybody has to get, I mean, I'm sure I've talked about this before on the podcast, but everybody has to get up, you know, and they all, I have guys that will call me and say, what time did you get up this morning? I got up at this time. That literally happens all the time. There, there is a, there's a, I wouldn't call it an epidemic. There, there is a, 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 I don't know, a gravitation towards showing off how much you work and how hard you make things on yourself. I don't get it, but it's that's the way it is, and it's just that way. And you know, if you don't struggle as much as everybody else, you don't work as hard. And I don't, I don't understand it. Um, and honestly, your ancestors and I know my grandpa, um, and I know a lot of people. You know, when you I know more than enough people that when you, when you um, are a, a teenager in a farm or in a family farm, or that most people, a lot, I wouldn't say most, let's say a lot of people will tell you, you know, we want you to go to school or they want you to take a job off the farm for a couple of years and realize that, you know, the farm is, it's a struggle. It's, it's something different. It's difficult. Um, they want you to get out and see what other things are like and, they don't want you to be, you know, just married to the farm. And we have this really, I don't know why, but we have like a, I would say a, a premonition towards like we could gravitationally pull back. Um, and that your parents, um, I would say my, my grandparents, when they farmed, um, nobody wants you to go bankrupt. You, they would rather you get a job in town or, or do something else then then go belly up but there's this constant pull in the community to to make you work hard and you don't feel bad and it, it's kind of the thing i mean there's there are people um there's a couple of years ago there's somebody that i i follow on twitter that um they sold 
the family farm and, and got rid of the equipment. And they said they looked at it and they're losing money and it didn't make sense to just keep losing money every year. And so they made a difficult decision to get out of farming. And there's a lot of people that were telling him that he made the wrong choice. And I'd say the overwhelming majority on Twitter weren't doing that. But um, there was quite a few people that, more than a handful, that said, well, what are you doing? Um, I mean, I think we all have our own choices to make. But um, I would say, so my unique perspective on mental health stuff um so 2018, um, it was a bad fall. Uh, we, we've talked about that numerous times. You've seen, read, and heard. And uh, I won't say where this happened, uh, but I was at a farm. And uh, somebody came up to me and said, you know, I was thinking about this. Somebody, you know, a family dies on the highway or, you know, you, you die. And he goes, no one cares. No one cares. He's like, no, nobody cares. I was like, well, that's a weird way of saying that. And he's like, yeah, you know, you know, somebody moves into the house, your stuff all goes to somebody else. Nobody cares, and everything just moves on. And uh, yeah, so we had a talk, um, and part of that talk was, why is Kyle so cheery all the time? It's like you never even, uh, you never have uh, like you don't really seem like you're always upset and he's like, you're always, you always have a very, let's say a, uh, a very open view, uh, of what's going on. Or, you know, you just kind of seem like you're kind of happy go lucky most of the time. And he said, well, in public, uh, yeah, kind of pretty much. Um, they said, you know, internally, that's not always the case. Uh, I struggle with some stuff and he said, you know, when I was a kid and, uh, Never really talked publicly about this, but uh, when I was a kid, um, I went to a psychiatrist for two or three years. Um, it was, if you guys ever seen me on Twitter, uh, obviously I have acne scars. Um, so I grew up with pretty severe acne. Uh, I took a product called Accutane. Um, Accutane has some pretty bad side effects. And one of the side effects is thoughts of suicide. And, uh, I will say that I experienced that when I was a teenager and it didn't help. It really doesn't help when you have really bad acne, uh, that Accutane still doesn't quite control. Um, then you end up with the facial scarring I have. Um, actually when I was a kid, I was a pretty good athlete. Uh, wasn't, wasn't like gold medal winning or anything, but I used to run like half marathons. I was really, really, really in shape, but um, within my hometown, you know, the acne, um, yeah, the acne really, I mean, just that kind of stuff. Um, I really didn't date much when I was in high school. It wasn't until I got out of my hometown that I realized that women actually would like me. But, um, when I was in high school, I struggled with a lot of stuff mentally and physically. And, um, even though I ran a lot of, uh, a lot of distance racing, um, I had a, a condition called Osgood Slaughters, um, and it's like one in every three teenage boys has this. It's where a, a tendon in your leg pulls on the front of your knee. Uh, I still have a big bump on the front of my knee, uh, but it basically feels like you don't have any cartilage in your knee. It, it's kind of the feeling that I would describe it as. So I used to run uh, five to 10 miles uh, a day, uh, sometimes more. And once I got into college, I actually was running up to like 14, 15 miles a day. Um, 
And I dealt with that for probably five or six years. It doesn't hurt now, uh, but it did hurt when I was a teenager and it hurt a lot. Um, it's probably why I have such a high pain tolerance. But so between that acne scarring, uh, then I started taking medication for the acne that may cause you to have suicidal thoughts. Um, I spent a lot of time in a psychiatrist's office, basically trying to convince myself that everything's okay. Um, so then I grew up and I don't know why, but I've always been kind of after that, I've been kind of a more see outgoing. Uh, I've been more, um, more upbeat about life. Um, you know, there, I have bad days. I mean, everybody does. Um, I've had days where I yelled at people and uh, I get upset about stuff, but, um, I've been able to limit that. And, and usually I'm, I'm very, uh, optimistic about things. And for some people, it really pisses them off. Uh, some days, you know, if somebody's having a bad day and I'm optimistic and I'm like, well, it could be worse. And this is not too bad. We'll be all right. We'll get through it. And, um, that day it, uh, it kind of came to a head and honestly, so we were, we were talking and he's telling me about how, you know, his whole life doesn't matter. And, you know, and I'm just sitting there like, wow. Um, and then I kind of talked to him and I said, Hey, you know, I had mental issues. Um, and I've been through this. I, I've been where you are. Um, I've been to the point where it's like, yeah, nobody cares if I was gone. Um, I had mental problems, mental health issues. We won't call it mental problems. I had monkey problems. Um, anyway, I, I got through it, and I guess how I deal with it now, and how I've I've kind of always dealt with it. Um, you know, everybody's got their internal demons, and I think about bad things all the time. Um, you know, I I run my own business, so I I kind of worry about am I going to make money this year, and what's my budget going to be like? And, um, I've got customers that haven't paid bills and I've got customers that won't return my phone calls sometimes. And I mean, we all have our own problems we deal with and, uh, we get through them. You know, I, I've always kind of got through them. And honestly, um, I've had bosses too, where it's, they're like, man, you just, you need to be more worried about stuff. And I'm like, dude, I'm always worried about stuff. I'm always thinking about things. I just don't publicly tell you about them. And that's kind of my thing. I'm like, if you want me to tell you ever all my problems all the time, I'm like, I can do that, but you don't want to hear about it. Um, so yeah, I don't know entirely where I was going to go with all of that, but it's, it's an issue, you know? And I think part of it is there is this, um, I don't know, it's called a status quo, but there is a, a common theme within agriculture that you have to work hard and, failure and getting out of farming is a bad thing. And it's not, um, honestly, if I wasn't making money doing what I'm doing, um, I told my wife, I said, I, I drive truck somewhere, or, you know, I've got a CDL. I'm like, I, I get in our job and I would work 40 hours a week and maybe I'd be happier. Um, but at the same time, I'm happy where I'm at and I can make money doing it. And, but yeah, if it ever came to the day where I wasn't making money and I, I couldn't continue financially doing what I'm doing, I'd walk away and, um, I would never feel bad about it. Um, I walked away from some things and I miss certain aspects of stuff, but at the same time, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at and, um, you know, mentally I'm, I'm happier and I don't have, uh, five sprayers to try to keep ahead of and guys running around and, uh, people making the wrong deliveries and fertilizer spreaders flipping over the side of the highway and, uh, tender trucks with broken tires and people that are calling in sick and people that aren't showing up at all. And 
I used to have all kinds of mental anguish or, <laughs> I mean, I literally in spring and fall, it was just a nightmare. Um, but, uh, now I don't have that and all I have to do is worry about myself and, uh, I just fall around the planners, tell everybody what they're doing wrong. Uh, not really, but that's kind of what it feels like some days. And I try not to be that guy that just tells them what they're doing wrong. Uh, and that's, that's part of being an agronomist, but I digress. So anyway, yeah, I, I think I always talk about this. Go check on your neighbors, talk to them, you know, talk to everybody else. Um, if you're having mental health issues or you're, you're feeling, feeling like, uh, you can't handle stuff. Um, definitely talk to somebody. I, I did. Um, I don't take anything for it now. Um, I never have. I was able to get through that and, um, I'm fine. Uh, I'm perfectly okay. Um, I've never told anybody outside of a handful of people that I, I know very closely, um, that I had mental issues when I was in high school, but, um, I did. And I took medication that made me have it, uh, maybe potentially even worse. And I uh, stopped taking that over it. But, um, yeah, and I, I get lovely acne scars for the rest of my life, which I don't even think about them, really. They don't bother me. I just kind of, I am what I am. But um, if you're having issues, definitely talk to somebody. Um, find a neighbor. Uh, talk to your wife. Talk to somebody. Um, there's always somebody that really understands what you're going through. And, you know, even me, if um, if you want to call me, I, I would talk to you. Um, I've been through some training the last couple of years on some of this and um, I've dealt with it personally myself and I've dealt with it with people that I know uh, and I know very well um, that have had problems and we've all got through it. Um, you know, very concerned about one particular person a couple of years ago and we got through that and everything's fine now. Um, and this year I dealt with some public backlash a little bit, but you know, we got through it. We're going to be just fine. I'm kind of just worried about myself. And, you know, if, uh, if what we did was something or upset somebody, that's, that's fine. That's their own, their own opinion. So anyway, um, definitely reach out to somebody. If you got issues at all, um, there, there's crisis hotlines. There's, there's different places you can go to. Um, definitely go to the church. Um, anybody, uh, there's always somebody willing to help. Um, and realize that what you're doing isn't what's going to define you, I would say. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I kind of had to come to that realization that my acne scars aren't going to, like, define who I am. I, um, once I got out of my hometown, I, no, it was fine, actually. I had, uh, I could actually date women, and women thought I was somewhat attractive. Uh, maybe not anymore, don't tell my wife. But, uh, yeah, things get better. Yeah, they definitely do, and um, there's nothing wrong with having a... Uh, optimistic, um, outward approach to life and, and how everybody else is. And, um, I think this fall I had somebody call me for a couple hours, uh, about something, uh, that was personally going on with them. And, uh, I will say I stopped doing everything I was doing and just talked to them for two hours and nothing else was really all that important, uh, that, that would make me, you know, we had a combine going I had a truck waiting on somebody and I had something else going on, but uh, all that stuff wasn't as important as helping somebody through something. And um, you think you'll find that the real people that want to help, um, the people that will help you would be willing to do that. And I think a lot of neighbors and a lot of people in agriculture would definitely drop what they're doing to help uh, at any given moment. So 
anyway, we're going to end it there. Kind of a somber one, but um, it's definitely something very important. Uh, I felt like it was something that uh, everybody else should hear. That um, there's definitely more people than just you that have had mental issues and mental health problems that have gotten through it and and, and led very happy lives and, and been very good at it, what they do. So uh, I'll catch you guys next time.